A reading from Luke 11, 5-10. Then Jesus said to them, Suppose you have a friend, and you go to him at midnight, and say, Friend, lend me three loaves of bread. A friend of mine on a journey has come to me, and I have no food to offer him. And suppose the one inside answers, Don't bother me. The door is already locked, and my children and I are in bed. I can't get up and give you anything. I tell you, even though he will not get up and give you the bread because of friendship, yet because of your shameless audacity, he will surely get up and give you as much as you need. So I say to you, ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks receives, the one who seeks finds, and to the one who knocks, the door will be opened. I love the phrase in the middle of this passage, shameless audacity. (laughs) It's just a great line from Jesus. Uh, And then he goes on to talk about, you know, well, what does that shameless audacity look like in your spiritual life? Well, it looks like asking, seeking, and knocking. And this is a great reminder for us as Christians, because I truly believe this about our faith. It's one of the beautiful things about Christianity is we serve an infinite God. There's always more of him. And because he's infinite, we've never actually arrived in our faith. We're never actually there. We're not fully conformed to the image of Christ. God always has more. So what does this mean for our spiritual life? Well, it means a continuous knocking and seeking the Lord. And when I think of someone that modeled this life of continuous seeking of the Lord, I think uh, about Paul in Scripture. In Philippians 3, Paul's been a Christian for a long time. And he writes to the church at Philippi. He says, I just want to know Christ. He says, I want to know Christ. And when I read that, I, I my first response is, Paul, you already know him. But it's almost like Paul is saying, yeah, I know him and he knows me fully, but I don't know him fully yet. And then he goes on to say that he wants to know him so much that he would share in his resurrection and in his sufferings, becoming like him in death. And I I love this phrasing that Paul puts forward because it's as if he's looking at the entire life of Jesus. And I would summarize Jesus' life in two main pieces, the humility, the humiliation, and the glorification. And Paul says, I want it all. I want to suffer because of my connection with Jesus. And I want to be glorified because of my connection with Jesus. I want it all. Uh, What we're dealing with here came out of a book that came out of a discussion I had in Israel at the uh, base of Masada, the great fortress. Uh, I was there in 2012, and uh, Brian Widman, who uh, leads um, so many people to Israel, and oftentimes to Christ, um, I had sort of, after he had uh, spoken of the last night that the uh, Israel, Israel uh, soldiers uh, were alive, uh, mm-hmm. before they took their own lives and, and also their family members' lives before the Romans were to take over or invade it uh, after um, attacking it for months. Um, 
I said, Brian, you need to do a book on this. And he said, not on your life. <laughs> not on your life. And I, I, uh, I walked down from the top. Uh, there's a way of doing that. Um, and by the time I got to the bottom uh, at the base of Masada, I uh, ran into Chuck Davis. And mm. I, uh, since I had been turned down once, Chuck and I had just finished uh, our first series, which is now called uh, Signposts. And I said, you know, Chuck, I think, and this kind of goes to what you're saying, David, uh, or you quoted Paul as saying, I think uh, I've read the Gospels, but I don't think I know Jesus. Mm. And wouldn't it be perfect for you and I to do, because this was not a book at that time. It, it was really uh, a immersion in the four Gospels that uh, is the product of that little discussion I had with Chuck Davis. And it was, it was very important because what I said, I just don't know Jesus well enough, just like Paul said. Mm. And of course, there's no knowing him well enough. Mm -hmm. But there is a starting point, which is what Chuck and I did. Uh, and what I did is what's going on here. Uh, this is 2014, 2013, 2014. I said, well, one way of getting to know Jesus is, is to pull from the four Gospels and reorganize the narrative into basically a, a sequence that follows the human life of birth, uh, childhood, uh, young adulthood, uh, and in Christ's ministry and mission uh, mm -hmm. leading to his death. And that's what we did, and and it it was it was uh, it was kind of it had to come from somewhere else because I never would have invented this myself. And but the need to come to know Christ better, to get to know Christ, is so central to the Christian experience, and that's why I'm so excited about having this daily Bible study built around Jesus Christ uh, as a way of getting to know Jesus better. It's not the only way, and it's certainly there. Uh, I recommend people be in the Word of God uh, every day, whether it's the Old Testament or the New Testament. Uh, but I just think that when you said that, um, mm -hmm. you said two things that I thought were really I didn't see shameless audacity. It doesn't sound, doesn't sound <laughs> like Jesus to me, but it's such a great, it's, it's so great. And I think that would, when I, when I heard that from you, I said, you know, that should be the watchword of every congregation in the United States of America and throughout mm. the world. Shameless audacity. Mm. It will actually offend a lot of people. But it's really, if Christ said it, I'm with him. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Amen.